The EduTech guys present a conversation from our live coverage of Fetsi in Orlando, Florida on Tuesday, January 23rd, 2018. Enjoy the program. Hey, I'm Mickey Freeman. I am from Denver, Colorado, actually Golden, just west, if yeah. you know where that is, on the yeah. way to the ski slopes. Yeah. Uh, and I am the co-founder and president of Education Funding Partners. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, uh, first of all, I used to live in Colorado. I've lived in, I lived in Denver, where? Boulder, uh, Lakewood. I lived li- a little bit everywhere. So and why would you leave? Uh, well, um, lots of reasons I can't get yeah. into on the air. But I understand. Uh, anyway, you'll blame <laughs> yes. her later. Okay. But, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> for, the, for the record, I did tell my wife uh, that if she ever wakes up one day and decides that we can move anywhere, anytime, I said we're going back to Colorado. I would live there in a heartbeat. I'll anyway. give you a card. Look me up. Uh, That's right. <laughs> so, um, what brings you to Fetzi? So uh, I'm on a panel this afternoon about uh, ed tech practices and policies. I'm sort of uh, representing our company, which does public-private partnerships. We're all about matching brands with public school districts to drive new funding sources. Most districts don't think about revenue. They think about expense. So we actually are surprisingly on the revenue side to help them figure out how to monetize some of their assets they may not realize have value. That's cool. Okay, so like uh, an example. Parents and teachers. So uh, we're a cause marketing platform. So think about us as a socially responsible marketing play for brands that are trying to do more corporate social responsibility. Uh, In the past, districts may have gone to foundations and asked for small dollars. It took 18 months to get an answer. And you're not going to move the needle on offsetting budget cuts by going down that path. So we decided we wanted to tap into the $180 that we spend on marketing in this country every year and try to redirect just a small percentage of that into a new public education marketing channel that's socially responsible, that gives all the controls to the districts um, and make sure only the right brands show up in the right way with the right controls. And that's what we've built over the last seven years. So what, what does that look like? So if you've ever been on a school district website, um, you might see, because of us, I suppose, that you'll see display ads uh, show up um, in the form of corporate sponsorships. So LLB and General Motors, Ford, Bank of America, brands that an individual district, even if they're Chicago or L.A. or some of the monster ones, could probably never get on their own because they're too regional. Uh, National brands want to invest in a national footprint, so it's about impressions. What we've done is create a marketplace for them where it's only screened and controlled brands that the districts approve of uh, and the districts can take any brand off their list if you're a Walmart district and not a target district that's fine with us Uh, if you're Microsoft versus Google we don't care because we can monetize that display ad so to us it's been a journey of figuring out where and how the brands would engage in a way that was acceptable to public school districts because this is just not a world they came from. Fundraising was something that happened at the school level, not really the district level. We come in at the central office so we can roll up all elementary, middle, and high school impressions, which really have evolved to be parent and teacher impressions, which are a very valuable marketplace and a hard-to-reach market. Yeah, yeah, completely hard-to-reach market. Well, and and that's... We're we're based in Arkansas, and, Mm -hmm. and every... It's probably every couple of years this exact conversation comes up. Um, you know, a, a district will say something along the lines of, you know, we sell banners, physical banners, on our baseball field. Uh, we have the bank name and we have, just for the sake of argument, Coca-Cola on our scoreboard. Yes. Why can't we have the same thing on our website? And there's always this big, massive debate about can you put advertising, sponsorships, can you do that, can you not do this? So, I mean, I can only imagine that um, in some places, and maybe especially at the very beginning, uh, that's, that's a very tough um, 
potentially a tough avenue to navigate. It was a challenge to create this marketplace. Yeah. Um, so we either have a first mover advantage or a huge second mover disadvantage as a much bigger funded brand might come into this. But I think it's, it's the former. What we basically did was go at the district's pace, which a lot of startups don't do. We are a for-profit social enterprise. We're what's called a benefit corporation, if you're familiar with B Corps. Okay. So it's very incumbent on us that we have that better housekeeping stamp of approval to say that we're only going to do this in the right way that works for districts. Sure. So if that meant 12 to 18 months of a cycle to get all the way up to the superintendent and a board for them to say, yes, let's figure out a, an appropriate way to monetize that idle asset, our district websites, our school sites, our social media sites, email campaigns, things of that nature. Then we went at their pace and that earned us kudos. It's sort of like the, the old government adage. It might take a long time, but once you're in, you become the favorite vendor as long as you perform. So right. for us, it's been all about doing it the right kind of a way. Yeah. Uh, screening in only the right kind of brands. You would recognize the brands on the website. Uh, there might be 1% of them be like, you'd look them up and you'd be like, oh, they're an ed tech company. Got it. Right. Um, so it's all the, the right kinds of brands in the right ways. And the good news is it's no work for the district. It's right. an HTML right. code. Sure. It's all kind of back-ended on our side. And we make sure that we are plugged into the advertising supply chain to make sure that the right brands show up. That's cool. So how, thinking of this from, um, really from, from kind of your well, I, I guess no, not even more from the brand side. Right. If I if I'm if I'm a national uh, soft drink bottling company, um, <laughs> you know, and 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 I'm and you come to me and say, hey, we can we can put ads, we can put you know banner ads on you know these school websites, and and I'm thinking, how much traffic is a school website possibly getting? How is this going to benefit me? How does that? work from that side of things. Sure. And it's a shocking number. Like your average top 100 size district gets over a million impressions a month. Mm -hmm. As people are coming for information, it could be at the high school level guidance counselor and college prep stuff. It could be just, you know, being pointed at by an email from the principal once sure. a week. So there's actually a lot of impressions that are there. Um, there's two ways to reach those brands. You can either direct sell them, which was our early model because they did not understand this marketplace at all. Um, and they're like, hey, there's 14,000 public school districts. I can't just support one. Uh, I'll just get a lot of people mad. So please go away politely. Um, and so we figured out how to roll up a network of yeah. districts. And that's the power of this platform. It's not a million impressions. It's 100 million plus impressions. Sure, okay. And you start doing the kind of Scooby-Doo voodoo magic of translating corporate ROI, yeah. you know, click through rates, cost per thousand sure. um, in and branding lift, if you yeah. will, into revenue per student per year, yeah. revenue per teacher. Suddenly, you know, we figured out the language barrier and a market marketing construct that's pretty simple and again they have all the control of yeah I was gonna say it's it's more of a marathon than a race it's absolutely it's uh, and, and it's just the first step so we went through a couple of pivots early on we thought that brands would want to reach students in an appropriate way because you know Nike Stadium, Whole right, Foods, yeah. Cafeteria, Aetna Auditorium, billions of repeat impressions. Uh, and our very first campaign was CVS trying to reach parents to promote flu shots at their minute clinics. And we're scratching our heads going, well, that's, that's nice that they want to reach moms, but wow, we can reach so many kids. And that was really just the harbinger of what was to come, yeah. that they digitally wanted to find ways to reach parents and teachers, parents as purchasers and decision makers, teachers as influencers, that trusted relationship to drive a behavior change. Yeah. And that behavior change would end up being a revenue share model 
that the districts would therefore get the majority piece, uh, 75 plus percent of the revenue would go back to the districts. So our model was you never prepay for the services. So it's, you know, that's the hardest thing to do is ask somebody to shift spend or create new resources. You have full control Mm -hmm. and we stay out of the classroom and the curricula because, you know, that's verboten. So this is all about those big mass assets that you wouldn't otherwise know how to monetize. Let us be your experts. Let us tap into that. Let us create this steady flow of revenue for you. And then you can use it however you want. That's up to you. Wow. So you you are specifically not targeting students. We pivoted from that, yeah. um, and yeah. the CVS was the leading example, but it honestly took us a couple years. So we finally oh, realized sure. nobody sure. nobody really wants to reach the students. There's a voluntary restriction for right. a lot of brands, right. or 12 and under, for all the right reasons. Right. Um, and it's obvious that the right kind of uh, brands would show up and not the wrong. It's never going to be alcohol, you know, adult right. content, right. 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 cigarettes, stuff like that. But to a point you made earlier, it's really kind of interesting to us that we figured out that, you know, Sony is fine. PlayStation is not. Coke and Pepsi, not so much. Dasani, water, and Aquafina, that's fine. So we had to figure out how to navigate some of those wow, sensitivities yeah, to make yeah. sure that we knew how to position brands in the right kind of a way. Sure. And that's sort of the secret magic, that we know where these impressions are, these idle assets, but we also know what kind of brands are going to work and ultimately continue to pay for access here. Right. Wow. Yeah. How is it? So... <clears throat> How many schools? Yep. I mean, your your network is growing exponentially at this point. It is. It sounds like because you've figured out the model, it's working. Um, what's the what's the buy-in for a district at this point? It's just a little bit of time. At, at this point, it is. It was not uh, in the early days. Yeah. In the early days, it was an individual in-person sell. It's very much about trust. It's yeah. a relationship-based you know yeah. marketplace, as we know. Yeah. And so we had to sit down. And I literally once flew to a unnamed district in the greater <laughs> Phoenix area. Um, and we were meeting with the head of communications, which tends to be one of our, our major champions within, because they're responsible for the websites sure. and partnerships right. exactly. and, and basically the face of the community. Um, and the superintendent walked in and literally sat down at the conference table, looked at me for five seconds in the most awkward silence possible. And then he turned to her and said, he won't screw me, proceed. And he walked out. <laughs> and so there is a lot of making sure that, you know, because the last thing they want is for some money. They're going to sure. say, yeah. have, yeah. you know, Victoria's sure. Secret show up. We use the Victoria's sure. Secret example because they sure. want to reach moms 25 to 54. Algorithmically, they have these magic ways of finding that. And so it was incumbent on us to screen out even something like that yeah. Yeah. because the last thing you need on the homepage of a very large public school district is, you know, that. Yeah. Right. Um, store. Yeah, and, and that would just destroy the marketplace and we yeah. feel like we're stewards of a bigger idea yeah. it's not about digital advertising right. no, this uh, is all it's about you helping schools make funds yeah. drive Find new funds. revenue sources because yeah. ever since the market crash it's a whole new world yeah uh, and what we've tried to do is not just make it easy not just give them the, the controls not just you know make sure we never pay or charge them and make them pay up front we also wanted to say corporations aren't bad advertising is not a four-letter word right um, and it took a long time to get to that place oh, absolutely. we just recently respawned in the last year our main product is EFP education funding partners AdNet um, early on districts didn't want advertising ad was not a good thing a sponsorship a message was fine yes. and now because of this marketplace we built they've actually embraced that and they're like hey you should be signing up for AdNet yeah. and it's all about impressions join the network and you get to join that massive impressions being marketed to a massive of major marketers you get to come through our controlled filter and then participate in the proceeds awesome and then so do the schools benefit based on their impressions they get like a percentage 
percentage or whatever based on their impressions. That's exactly right. Okay. So, you know, Chicago Public Schools might have X number of impressions sure. and Smith District might have Y. There's obviously going to be a difference based on the impression yeah, yeah, load. Absolutely. Um, and so I think where it's all going, though, is not about digital marketing. It's not about display ads and how do you tap into LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook on the district sites, which have value and they really are just now learning how to monetize it. It's more the deeper engagement. How do you really get big brands to invest deeply and broadly in STEM and arts and athletics yeah. and say, from a corporate social responsibility perspective, it makes sense for our employees to be engaged in their schools and in the community, for our partners who want to see us doing the right kind of things. And by the way, millennials are the largest, fastest growing part of our employee base, and they are demanding and expecting more from corporate America. Right. So to us, it's we give them that turnkey platform as one more checkpoint to say, looky what you can do. Yep. And then you get a major brand, you know, showing up on your website that you never could have sold on your own. Right. You as a parent or a teacher is, is saying to yourself, okay, I know the district's doing everything possible to try to find new resources in a responsible way. And we want to be their partner doing that now and for the long term. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and I, and I think as long as that is communicated from the district and and whatever other means, you know, whether it's something you guys also put out as, as a partnership or whatever, and explain it to the parents in the community and say, yes, we're going to have these sponsorships or flat out, we're going to have these ads, but the district benefits by getting, you know, last year we pulled in X amount of money off of these ads and then the parents go, okay. Uh, you know, I mean, seriously, yeah, you know, if, if that's, I'm just thinking of, you know, if all of a sudden that showed up on the school district where my children go to school, where my, where my daughter goes to school and, and also I'd be like, Okay, why all of a sudden you guys having these ads, you know, and the district says, well, or even beforehand, which would be better, is to right. say, you know, hey, we're going to partner with these guys, and now we're going to have ads on here, but the school district's going to get, you know, this percentage based on what we've seen, and that's going to help raise money for X. And you go, okay, I, I didn't have to buy cookies or candy or, you know, whatever crazy Gift other thing they come up with. Gift pizza, yeah, magazines, you know, send my kids out selling yeah, on yeah. the street, <laughs> and things that people are sick of doing. You know, this is, fundraisers. this is passive, and... And actually, people who aren't even a part of the district, who, who come to the site because you know they're looking for the basketball schedule or whatever it is they're looking for, they're actually helping my school. Uh, it's cool. And that's, yeah. the, that's, that's the, very, the school very, side, right? That's yeah. very cool. Uh, well, thank you. Um, I, I would say just you know one other top of mind thought as I was hearing that that it's also good business, yeah. you know, sure. and if it wasn't good business, it wouldn't be the partnership element of what we're doing. But 93% yep. of parents will switch to a brand that supports their number one cause. Their number that's one cause true. is their kid's education. Yeah, so it true. actually makes sense to say, I am going to ride this cause marketing platform. Yeah. I'm going to support your schools and your kids. Um, I'm going to do it in these kind of passive ways, not with hyper promotional call to action right. sales right. pieces. It's going to say, we're here. We're part of this. We're with you. And, you know, what's the lifetime benefit? Of, of, a, of a branding play like that. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. So awesome. 45 minutes away, South Duh. 331 CD Duh. today. Yes. Be there. Positive external relations to improve school-based technology practices. Only the education marketplace could have come up with that kind of that's, a, that's a, great. Of a <laughs> yeah, panel. Because right. it basically says we can talk about anything <laughs> uh, to anyone uh, about, uh, all the time. That's right. That's right. That's Mickey, thank you for stopping by. Yeah. Yeah. If folks want to get in touch with you, Best way. Uh, so it's Mickey Freeman. You can go to edufundingpartners.com, okay. edufundingpartners.com. Uh, cell 303-819-1589 or mfreeman at edufundingpartners.com. I would love to hear from you. You've been listening to a recorded conversation from EduTech Guys live coverage of FETSI 2018. For more information about EduTech Guys, visit edutechguys.com. And thanks for listening.